move this way just a little bit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's, Let's try this again. <laughs> All right. Let me know, guys, if for some reason you can't hear me. I plugged our microphone back in, but let me just test it over here and see what's going on and see if I can actually hear it on this phone. Okay. So... We're going to try this again. If you see any technical or hear any technical difficulties, please let us know. We appreciate you guys um, giving us feedback because obviously when we're live, we can't hear it. So, um, okay. Uh, back to what we were talking about, yes. which is um, finding your balance. Mm -hmm. And I was saying in the earlier video that clearly we had some technical issues with that um, when I showed up at Shannon's today, because we were going to shoot some episodes of What hey, Your Friends Tina. Won't Tell You. Can you hear us and everything, Tina? Yeah. Is it? How are How, how, how is are the we? sound? <laughs> is everything sound okay? That is the question. Um, okay. So I, th I think they'll let us know if there's a problem. Okay. So I came over to Shannon's. I immediately started crying because... Um, I just feel like I'm in this really weird transition part of my life where I don't, nothing settled. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, Lauren says she can hear us crystal clear. Thank you, Lauren. So, um, so I think it's just, I think this is happening to a lot mm -hmm. of women our age, maybe. Uh, yes. I mean, where... You think everything's going like you think it's supposed to, and then all of a sudden, bam. Perimenopause. You know. <laughs> bam, perimenopause. Like, and it's true. Like, it starts to pop up around my period when yeah. it gets really bad, yeah. and the fear takes over, and the anxiety takes mm -hmm. over, and then you know what happens when that happens is I don't take care of myself. Right. And so I get down the, the, the spiral. Right, 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 right. You know? It's a slippery slope. So I was telling Shannon that today I woke up, I went to yoga because I really wanted to feel better. And I went to the grocery store because I was going to make myself breakfast. Mm. And this magazine was staring me in the face. Mm. And it's the Real Simple magazine, which I love. But this is a special edition on finding your balance. And what I loved about what they were saying in the magazine is that, you know, and I think we all know this innately, but... Um, Maybe we know it consciously, but subconsciously, we still think that, like, that when we get that job, mm -hmm. when we get in that relationship, mm -hmm. when we have that baby, money. when we get more money, like, right. life's going to be better. Yeah. Everything's going to be fine. Right. I'll be happy when. I'll be happy when. Mm -hmm. But think of all the moments in your life where <laughs> things have turned out like you wanted them to, and that's fleeting. And you're not happy because yeah. no matter where you go, there, there you, you are. are. And so this really talks about noticing the moments of joy that come up within your day. Mm. You know, noticing when you're sipping that tea and just how, how nice it feels. This morning when I was eating breakfast, you know, I was, I was actually noticing myself eating breakfast instead of trying to do work on the computer or be on my phone while I was eating. Mm -hmm. And it's all about like that mindful my colleague, used, my colleague used to call it being with the tea, smelling the tea, holding the tea, you know, just taking each sip of the tea, mm -hmm. listening to everything around you while you're just being with the tea, being in that moment instead mm -hmm. of being outside your body, which yeah. is where most of us are. And the other thing that really resonated with me in this magazine, and I ha I've only gotten through the first couple of pages because I just bought it this morning, but the other thing that re resonated with me was the editor's note. Um, 
the woman's name is maybe Julie? Leslie. Anyway, Leslie was talking about how she went to therapy and the therapist was asking her, how do you relax at home? And she said, well, I explain. I usually try to get through my to-do list first and then I watch TV and then I pay my bills and then I do some light, you know, housework. And I'm like, relaxing. That's not <laughs> relaxing. But to be honest with you, that's how I view relaxing because mm -hmm. I find it very hard right. to just do nothing. And you probably find it soothing to get through the tasks because right. you're a taskmaster in your head. Right. So it's like, no, that relieves my stress and relieves my anxiety. But really, our anxiety, we're vibrating and then we're staying busy so that we don't feel that anxiety. So mm -hmm. like with you, when you stopped running mm -hmm. and you didn't have a routine, then you feel all that anxiety. And I think that's what happened to me yesterday. So after I was saying after the Rise and Live show, um, I came home and it was like this, like this, like... Whew. Like I'd been, yeah. someone had punched me in the gut. Yeah. You know, because I had, I was going, 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 and then I stop, and then I'm like, okay, well, what do I do now? Okay, now I got to deal with my feelings, and I don't like to deal with my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so what do I do? Okay, maybe if I go to the beach, that'll make me feel better, you know? And it's like that mm -hmm. whole feeling mm -hmm. of having to do. Well, and I, you know what, as I'm listening to you, the thing that I'm, kind of what resonates for me, which is the same concept, but the other side of it is we're all so busy and we've been running so much. And we have kids and we're just go, 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 mm -hmm. go. You know, cortisol, adrenaline, these items were put in our brain a billion years ago so that when a bear chased us, <laughs> right? When the bear came out of the woods, we could go, oh my Run God, but you know what I feel like, and 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 Kim's saying I feel anxious all the time. They'll tell you you're forgetting, forgetting to do, do something, something, or you feel anxious <laughs> that you're forgetting to do something. Right. But when, so the bear will chase us. And what I know, what I'm realizing is spending a lifetime running with kids, right mm -hmm. where you're at, right, trying to do business and coming up with the show and running and doing all those segments. I'm watching the show. I'm going, when did they film that? I mean, right. all the pieces. And then you've got two children, and then you've got dinners and laundry and all that. So we're all, all the time running from the bear mm -hmm. and the adrenaline and the cortisol and all, and you know, the adrenal glands going crazy. And then we stop and all these hormones mm -hmm. are in our body and being released. And then of course you talk about, you know, that time of the month for us mm -hmm. girls. So all these hormones are surging and then we are vibrating. And that's what I'm experiencing is just that adrenal fatigue, that hormonal surges and and which creates the anxiety of course duh i love when people are like well maybe you're just anxious and i'm like well yeah i'm anxious because i don't feel good for three years right. like when you don't feel good you get anxious about not feeling good mm -hmm. so it's this whole pile but i think that it's so interesting that the running mm -hmm. and the doing is also feeding the adrenal fatigue the cortisol the adrenaline mm -hmm which is then making us super anxious when we try to stop. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does make sense because I will tell you that the, the hardest part for me is trying to come down from that. You know, like for instance, producing these shows, like mm -hmm. I get crazy, 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 mm -hmm. crazy. And then all of a sudden, like what I've mm -hmm. tried to do is take some downtime on the back end of those. But what I'm, it's like, mm -mm. it's like I've just been, you know, like running from a bear. Yeah. So then you are spending your entire vacation trying to not vibrate. Right. Which is not a vacation. And the only thing, the 
only thing I've found that helps me get out of that is to physically exhaust my body. Mm. So whether that's yoga, hot yoga, or to go mm-hmm. for a run, or like honestly, like exhausting my body is the only way I can get out of that spinniness. Well, as a clinician, the first tool that I would want to give on this is everyone I have on my caseload that has just was born with anxiety. You know, mm-hmm. I just have these amazing humans that, that just have always vibrated. Forget about hormones. It's just been their way. They all talk about intense exercise, mm-hmm. yoga, you know, doing these mindful techniques exercise wise, and then also just burning it out, mm-hmm. running, you know, um, Zumba, whatever mm-hmm. high energy stuff is changing their brain chemistry. So that's definitely one of the first things. And you agree with that as well. Yeah. And I feel definitely much better when I feel well enough to do those things. I feel much better from them. So that's, yeah. that's definitely. And even meditation when, you know, people talk mm-hmm. about meditation, but mm-hmm. for me, I can't meditate when I'm in the crazy brain because right. my mind won't let me. Right, it won't I mean, stop. I mean, it just won't stop. So mm-hmm. I have to do, I have to find something physical mm-hmm. that will allow me to get out of that, you know? Right, well, I want to say a little point on that because I know I used to feel the same way because I'm so high energy. I used mm-hmm. to be like, you know, people be like yoga and I'm like, I can't sit still that long <laughs> or meditation. It's like yeah. my brain's spinning. So the thing about meditation that's really fascinating that it took me being, you know, in an anxious state to be doing meditation to understand the way it really works. Hey, Ashley. Um, so it, it took me being there to figure out why meditation works. So when you're doing the meditation, it's okay, Suzanne, if you, you know, put on your Headspace app or your Calm app or whatever, you set it next to you and your head is kind of running the whole time, but you're really focusing on listening to the gentleman on Headspace, for example, mm-hmm. take these five deep breaths and you do. Imagine your anxiety on a cloud and you do, even though you're like, ah, oh, but I need to go do this. Mm-hmm. Even though you're doing that, what's so fascinating is it's the practice yeah. of meditation that changes your brain. It's not the actual act. What's happening is when you're practicing, maybe you hear 50% of what he says on the first time and then mm-hmm. the second time you hear 60 and on the fifth time you hear 80. Mm-hmm. But what you're doing is you're practicing reeling in your brain. You're practicing your brain from going, ah, to now take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. Now imagine your anxiety on a cloud. Now imagine the animal and the squirrel in your backyard. You're telling your brain what to do, thereby practicing, mm-hmm. telling your brain what to do. It's kind of like going to the gym. So when you do that for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, mm-hmm. at some point people report their anxieties down because when their anxiety pops up, they're able to tell their brain what to do and it will respond. So even if you feel unsuccessful at meditation, because most of us do mm-hmm. in the beginning feel like this isn't working, this is crazy, I can't stop my brain. Keep practicing kind of like when you go to the gym and you're 50 pounds overweight and you say, this is not going to work. Mm-hmm. And you go for three months and you lose 20 pounds. So just stay in the practice because that's a really great technique. Yeah. It's like when people tell me they can't get, go to yoga because they can't touch their toes. And it's like, well, that's kind of the whole point of yoga to be able to get to that place where you can't eventually touch your yeah. toes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you're not supposed to be able to touch your toes in the beginning. Yeah. If you can already touch your toes. <laughs> right. Skip it. <laughs> that's right. Right. Um, the other thing that I loved about this magazine, and this is kind of like why we, we started with this topic, the real simple magazine that I saw in the grocery store this morning, find your balance. 
And you know, I'm not a huge magazine reader. Um, I do love books, mm -hmm. but um, but every I, I've only started and gotten like three pages. It's in. so great. It, but it's so good. No, I'm I'm really <laughs> mad you didn't bring me one. I'm like I'm taking this from her when she leaves. I this know. is so good. But it has really great, and it mm -hmm. puts it in a way that that you haven't heard before. And I think that's what I love about this stuff because these are all topics that. We've talked about a million times, mm -hmm. self-care and, you know, and balance and taking care of yourself and what that looks like. I wake up 45 minutes earlier than the kids for my meditation practice, life-changing. Do you meditate for 45 minutes, Ashley? I'm sure she does. She's wow. the most diligent human I've ever met in my life. If it works and she, if something can be done, she does it. Well, you know, that's, yeah, it's funny that's that you say that, Ashley, because the, the, the interesting thing that I have found in, in my you know, anxiety and taking care of myself is that my, when I get out of my routine, my morning routine, whatever that looks like, um, I get into crazy Sue's mm -hmm. and you know, when I am, when I am in that morning routine meditating, so I wake up, I get a hot lemon water, I go back, I meditate for 10 minutes. I write in my journal mm -hmm. and then I feel like I'm ready to go. But mm -hmm. when I get out of that routine, like my life just seems very chaotic. Right. But it's in the it's in the routine, mm -hmm. I think that you can start to create this get it get getting control of anxiety. Right. You know? Right. And the the other thing that I loved about this magazine was the um Hey Dana were the three questions that you should ask yourself every morning. And, um, you know, I had started this about, about three months ago where I was asking myself, what is the, the, the number one right thing you can do for yourself today? Which mm -hmm. I think is a really good question mm -hmm. to ask yourself. Mm -hmm. But this is broken down into three separate questions you can ask yourself. And this is from Malika Chopra, who is Deepak Chopra's daughter. Oh, wow. And she says, number one, what will make me feel healthy today? So whether that's going for a walk or going to yoga or eating really well, mm -hmm. you know, what can I do to my, do for myself to make myself feel healthy today? Number two, what will make me feel connected today? And this is about your relationships. Like, Maybe it's putting down the phone right when you get home and really focusing on your children or, um, you know, a, a creating that deep sense of joy mm -hmm. and a connection with someone else. So how right. can I feel connected today? And then the third is what feeling connected. That was my daughter just calling, <laughs> just hung up on her. Yeah. <laughs> Lane, I'll call you in a little bit. Um, <laughs> what will give me a sense of purpose today? And that is, you know, doing something for someone else, whether it's just dropping off clothes at Goodwill, or it looks like, um, you know, that is kind of the three things that she asked herself every morning. I thought it was a really good way to look at mm -hmm. things, you know? It is. And, and it's funny because on the same page, something that jumps out at me, which I was going to say, which fits with all that too, is especially when you're anxious and when you're My daughter keeps calling. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, let me just see if I can text her really quick from this yeah. phone. Sorry. Or you can Go text ahead. her from my phone. <laughs> but when you're in a really difficult time, when you're struggling, um, staying in the moment or staying in the day, like just being able to just be like, I just need to get through today. Like, what do I need to do? Yeah. So it's like starting with that concept of like, I just need to get through today. I just need to stay you know, I don't need to work because when I think when you're struggling too, it's like, oh God, how am I going to do this for 50 years? And it's like, right. you know what? 
nobody's saying you have to do this for 50 years. You know, don't you sometimes do that when you're spinning? You're like, I can't do this forever. So, you know, those questions and staying in today and just doing the next thing that's going to help you get through today. You know, what will make me feel healthy today? What will make me feel connected today? You have to stay in today. You're not going to be able to make a 10 year commitment when you're feeling anxious. Yeah. And then the whole hormonal thing. And what I loved what you were saying about, um, before we started recording was Mm. the, to, to, to keep at it, you know, as far as like, you know, if you're not getting the answers, you know, right now, you know, keep at it. Like maybe there's the next thing will help or the next thing will help. And I know for you, you've just had so much going on with your health over the last couple of years. And then I think just being able to keep trying to figure out how to make things better for yourself. Well, you what know? I'm always excited about is that there always seems to be another resource. So, right. so, you know, please don't give up. Just keep, you know, it's like there's an acupuncturist, there's a hormone specialist, there's a better doctor, there's, you know, um, you know, melatonin, but then there's also this vice. There's, there's so many different options. And I think that when you're struggling, like, with your health or when you're just struggling with depression or anxiety, you start to feel like I'm never gonna, like, I want to give up. I'm never going to get out of this. And I remember being a kid and, and, um, having an adult in my life say to me, you know, you would never want to commit suicide or do something scary because you just never know what tomorrow holds. Like maybe they invent the cure for your disease on Tuesday and you check out on Monday. Mm -hmm. You never know what resource, what thing is going to change your life. And, and that life is so temporary. Like when I'm struggling, I'll say to myself, this is temporary. This yeah. is temporary. This is just for today. I don't feel good today, but it's temporary. So really recognizing there's a lot of resources, recognizing that it's temporary, having hope, you know, that tomorrow will be different because gosh, in our world, things get invented and changed and there's always a new resource. That's what I, I'm blown away by. And there's always a sunrise. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I will tell you that yesterday I was feeling in this really crazy dark place and Mm -hmm. I kept telling myself last night Suzanne like tomorrow is gonna be better you're gonna wake up you're gonna go to yoga you're gonna you know take care of yourself Mm -hmm. and so I think that you know you just have to keep remembering that this if, if you're going through a rough patch like just remember like you have another chance tomorrow mm-hmm. to to get on the right track right you know and also i think it's important sometimes to use people as your resource like for me i know stories mm-hmm. like with menopause and perimenopause every 60 year old woman you're going to come in contact with has probably oh i'm so happy karina she said i so needed to hear this today thank Aww. you oh mwah. so did we yes. <laughs> from our mouth to our ears right. um oh, oh Dana. Dana. Whew. okay girl so um yes yeah, so sorry dana I'm laying on the couch after 10 days with my grandson. She says, new cancer diagnosis, and I'm exhausted from that too. I totally get it. Oh, Dana. So just, so here, so this, from my mouth to our ears and to your ears, talk to the people that have been where you are. Um, I'm going to do a shout out to Sally Nisberg, who's an amazing human, and she um, has written the book. Oh, gosh, let it come back to me. What is it? Um... 
I will have to look that up for you, Dana, but she is a humongous advocate for breast cancer and um, live like crazy, live like crazy. Sally Nisberg, live like crazy. She helps people walk through breast cancer and all that good stuff. And, um, and that's what I was just saying, right? What is that how powerful it is to connect to people who have been there. They are on the other side. Mm -hmm. They're showing you again that this is temporary. My mom's a breast cancer survivor. You know, I think it's been 12 years now, like being able to talk to people. I was saying perimenopause and menopause, but certainly cancer, anything where there's people that have gotten through and they're feeling great and it's just temporary. Mm -hmm. So even when it's something that's Well, Dana that's says scary. it's all good. No worries. I'm a tough oh, one. Oh, girl. <laughs> she is a tough one. We know that. We know that. You're, you are fierce. I'm not worried about you. You are fierce. And it's, Sally always says, cancer, you lose. Right. So I agree with that. But, you, you know, talking to people about, well, you know, what were your resources? How did you get through? And, you know, what was your darkest time? And then what changed that? Really getting that information so that you have a picture of hope. Mm -hmm. I think we need hope. Yeah. You know? That's big. What are some of your other tools for um, for creating happiness? And you know, the other thing that they said in this article that I think was really um, eye-opening was that a lot of us um, look for happiness. And so we're, 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 we're searching for, you know, I just wanna be happy, but in reality, you don't need to look for happiness, you just need to really notice the moments of of happiness, which are right now, you know? Right. And that's, you know, so another tool that you've heard a billion times, but I really think it does shift you in that moment is in that moment of upset or whatever, gratitude list. I don't care if you're driving gratitude list. What mm -hmm. are the things that I'm thankful for? What are the things that I'm grateful for? And mm -hmm. what are the things that I'm enjoying? Whether it be Suzanne and I were fixated on a lizard, lizard. in my backyard and we were just both like fascinated. And, I'm like, it looks like a snake. Yeah. Yeah. We were just fascinated. And then I was noticing the birds. You know, I sit in this, I have a gorgeous Florida room with that's so lit up with all these windows and I never open them. And so we had to open them for the lighting and I'm just like, oh my goodness, look at that blue bird and look at that and that that hedge is so pretty and you know so be having those moments of gratitude taking those snapshots in the moment being grateful and reminding yourself at the same time this is temporary whatever the yeah. tough stuff is is temporary being grateful for what's there yeah. you know and I've already shared a lot of different um, tools so now you can't ask me for the tools <laughs> You're like, I already gave all my tools. Yeah. I've done like four or five. Yeah. Well, I think just remembering those three questions that we talked about, like if you can write those down in your journal, like if you, I, I love having a journal beside my bed because I can, and it, you, there's no rules about your journal. You can write whatever the hell you want. Mm -hmm. But I love this, just putting these three questions and you answer them every single day. What will make me feel healthy today? What will make me feel connected today? Yes. And what will give me a sense of purpose today? And so I think if you can just answer those three things and try to follow through with those every single day, do something that lights someone else up, that makes you feel connected to someone you love, and that makes you feel healthy and good, right. whatever that looks like for you. And just connection, right? Like what I was talking about with resources and connection, you are not alone. Dana's not alone. When Suzanne walked in my door today, she's like, I'm sorry, I'm crying. I'm like, I love <laughs> Love. She's like, I'm glad you're crying because I've been <gasps> crying. 
thank you, Jesus, that you're where you are today, because otherwise I feel crazy, right? So it was so great because we literally started talking. She lives all the way in Delray, 45 minutes away. We haven't talked in two or three weeks. We've both been busy. We're literally going through the same things, right. same things, same right. hormonal things. Same. So it's just, it's, it's intense. We are not alone. So that's the other really big tool for you guys is to hang in there and... Sally Ann, I love Sally Ann. She said, you'll get through it. Dana, stay positive. Get the facts. Make your own decisions. She's a 14-year breast cancer survivor. Sally Ann is. And she's a friend of mine. And she is such an incredible human. She's my walking buddy down the street. And we catch each other and do loops. Come over, Sally Ann. Uh, I know. She's, and she's wonderful. So, yes. And, and so, yeah, there's a lot of people that have gotten through it and gotten to the other side. But, but the, we are not alone. And we all are in our little houses sometimes by ourselves or with our spouses and feeling like, oh, my gosh, I'm crazy. I can't sleep. I'm, right. you know, I'm anxious. I'm this, I'm that. And right down the street or right down the road or your, yeah. one of your closest friends is in the same boat. So right. I think we do need to start reaching out. Yeah. When you're in your darkest moments and you want to just be hibernating, reach out. Right now. You know, make that That's call. That's the hardest thing for me it's is to so reach out hard. when I'm in those moments to someone else and saying, you know, mm-hmm. I'm having a rough day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard. So, so hey, yeah. Jason. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else that you think you want to mention about creating a life of happiness and calm. The only thing else is that I've heard about this book. I, you know, true story. I haven't read it yet. I'm a little bit like Susan. I might have six or seven or 10 or 14 or 17 (laughs) that I'm trying to get to, but I've heard from other colleagues that this is a really good book and it's called the anxiety toolkit strategies for fine tuning your mind and moving past your stuck points by Alice boys And I think we're always looking for a good resource that can kind of help change those thoughts because with anxiety and depression, not that there's not a million contributing factors, physical and hormones and all of that, Mm -hmm. but what we're telling ourselves about the anxiety is really critical as well. So a book like this, the anxiety toolkit can be really helpful. Yeah. Love that. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching and and joining us. Agreed. It's harder to make new friends as we get older and have families. It's important to find resources and all kinds. That's so true. Absolutely, Kim. Absolutely. Keep reaching out. Save people, you know. I mean, you don't want to just, you know. Yeah, don't do this in the grocery store. (laughs) (laughs) Just say. No, I'm pretty sure I've done that. I feel like she may have started reading this book to the neighbor and be like, can you believe I found this book? All right, and if you're in the grocery store, go pick this up because I'm telling you, I, I'm, I've only about, gone about three or four pages yeah, in, but it's it good is stuff. really good stuff, real simple, find your balance. Um, it's in the grocery store right Grab now. Suzanne one because I'm stealing this copy. You're not. <laughs> i got to finish this. <laughs> I'll send you a copy. <laughs> All, right, All right, bye, bye guys. guys. Have a happy Saturday.